Hey you, how's it going? It's going back, well. everyone. Yeah, Eli's here. It's a new episode. All the guests left, <laughs> and now it's my turn to steal the spotlight again. For some reason, I thought you'd. In my head, I was thinking all the viewers left, and I was go, "What? <laughs> There's no one listening anymore." Yep, I'm back, and they're like, "Oh God, this guy." Yeah, so we're just gonna kind of just ramble off and talk about whatever. There's not really a set orientation of what we're gonna do this week. I just wanted to take it back a little bit and do another one with just me and Eli just to hang out and chat and do something different yeah. just to keep trying new things. Yeah. We've kind of established who I am and what I'm about. And so we're just kind of ramble. And, you know, if you guys aren't about that, you know, well, too bad. Yeah. We're, You're we're, not here. <laughs> we're rolling the dice. Yeah. It's okay. It's good to roll sometimes. But yeah. You should definitely hit up Ian if you want to be on this podcast or something like that. I hear he's got another guest coming next week. So yes, it'll be fun. Be excited for that. But don't hit me. You should you hit, know, contact me via social media. Don't hit me. Hit him up. That's the that's the millennial jargon of these. I wonder why. What does that mean? Hit me up. Let's check out UrbanDictionary.com, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I go to when I don't understand the hip lingo of the youngins. <laughs> what? <laughs> How old are you again? I'm 20. That's pretty young. <laughs> yeah um so do you have any topics you want to talk about today ian all i wanted really was i thought about talking about was my blog that i posted last week was about um habits and routines and how to get out of those and that was about all i got other than that there wasn't too much on my mind i know eli had some pretty cool stuff well he just showed me a youtube channel called yes theory that's pretty fucking cool so yeah so I, I literally just found them like a little over, maybe a little over a month ago. And um, the video that caught my eye was um, like throwing, uh, I can actually find it quick. Um, but basically they threw a dart on a map and decided to travel wherever that was. So they blindfolded this guy, turned him around. What if it's in the ocean? Well, I think that was, I think there's an <laughs> exception. I think they just kind of were like, all right, aim for this. And, you know, here's nope, where we're, we're going, going to the ocean. We're We're going. <laughs> That's where the dart landed. Yeah. Well, luckily, or I don't know, unluckily, but they went to sort of like the middle of Missouri in like this very small town. They met um, this. So basically, they sort of challenged each other to do like things. So one of the challenges was. um, Isn't that that, what life is about? Challenging each other to do things. Sure. It makes it definitely makes things a little bit more interesting because actually just what I was getting to was um, they one of the guys in this yes theory group challenged another one to be like get on a radio station a local radio station and just have a conversation and initially they were like uh i mean that's probably possible maybe for like a limited amount of time for like 10 seconds or whatever and it turned they ended up having like an hour-long conversation on air that was being broadcast like puerto rico and mexico and the stuff and it was a uh, damn yeah <laughs> that's that seems wild like that seems very intense i don't know that would be something well, hard oh or really easy because they fucking did it well yeah let's well, do it let's well, get guess, on a radio station well luckily for one the guy who was on air with him spoke a little bit of spanish so he had a little bit more luck because it was a spanish radio station oh so i well, can't hey, imagine with my i know someone who runs a radio station i could get in onto one for uh in lacrosse i think wisconsin well aren't you cool yeah you know you know maddie borlachek Oh, what she runs a radio station? Yeah, oh. See, that's what I'm saying. Let's wow. get on it. <laughs> I mean, you're you're the one with big happiness, dude. Spread it out. Yeah, fair enough. Go international. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm sure the it's two not states. <laughs> the, yeah, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Minnesota radio. 
That's still... Yeah. Speaking of Wisconsin, you damn cheeseheads, I'm going to bike... <laughs> I'm going to bike across Wisconsin in two weeks, and I'm really fucking excited. So I'm biking from Minneapolis all the way to Chicago. It's going to be really cool. How long is the the is ride? The ride, yeah. Uh, we're doing it from like a Saturday to Saturday, or like a, I guess Saturday to Friday. So it's like six days, seven okay. days kind of thing. But we're biking. It's just over 500 miles. We're going to be doing like 70, 80 miles a day. Wow. And then, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm what's so your, excited. What's your route? Are you just going like 94? Yeah, kind of. We're going to follow the river a little bit and okay. then we're going to go there's this I forget I forget the name of the park now, but these really really cool scenic like old tunnels that used to be railroad uh tracks, but now they're all paved over with bike trails and there were these really famous huge tunnels. Mm-hmm. It's the Sparta Trail, I think is what it's called. I don't think I've heard of it. But um so we're going to go see that and then we're going to make our way up to Madison and then hang out there for a day and then go south into Illinois and stay in chicago for one night and then that friday afternoon we're getting on a train the amtrak train and we're taking mm-hmm. the train all the way back to minneapolis sounds like fun yeah i'm so excited yeah and then we get our we get back to st paul at like 10 a.m or 10 p.m sorry so the train leaves at like two in the afternoon or three in the afternoon then we get back at 10 at night and then i'm gonna bike from st paul back home because why not why not yeah <laughs> i mean if you've gone 500 miles st paul's not that far in no. retrospect so mm-hmm. that's cool um, I had a bad experience with Amtrak when I went to, uh, I went to Yosemite national park when I was in like seventh grade. So I oh, was yeah. like 2010, 10 or 11 or something like that. Um, yeah, it took us an extra day to get to California than what? was originally scheduled. So we lost a day of our vacation and we basically just sat in the middle of Nebraska for way <laughs> too long. And I was just like, the, oh, the man. train just like wouldn't go. Oh, there was, I'm sure there was some reason it wasn't like. It was just like, oh, let's fuck with the people. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean. It's, the the it conductor was, decided he didn't yeah, want to yes. leave today. No. <laughs> just like crossing his arms. <laughs> oh, But it's still definitely a fun experience. I got to see mm-hmm. all of these new states. Like I, we, we went through Utah and like the Salt Flat area. Um, is, there, is there food on the train? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You would not be stuck on a train for <laughs> three days and not have food. That would be awful. But, yeah, they have like a like a food car i don't know if you've ever seen like is there a beer car i wasn't allowed on there (laughs) i was 13 you bad influence fair enough anyway kids have fakes these days yeah but i'm i'm genuine (laughs) ladies (laughs) oh god i'm gonna edit half this podcast out no you aren't leave it all in I think it's much better to be, you know, this kind of raw. And like like I said before, we're doing something different. So yeah. just let it ride. Um, so going back to talking about Yes Theory and that thing, I think it's really cool that they just kind of set up these random challenges that are completely out of their comfort zone and just do it. Like there was one video I was watching where they um, were asking random strangers to go skydiving with them mm-hmm. right now that day they yeah. had like a there was a skydiving like uh time or like you know schedule they set up for like three in the afternoon and they were asking people at 12 or at noon like hey let's go skydiving at three mm-hmm. it's like so, you kind of just gotta go with the flow or change mm-hmm. things up a bit and say yes to life yeah and so their tagline is like seeking discomfort uh they're about like if you go to their youtube channel and read their about description it says we believe in challenging what society considers normal so we seek discomfort to find our own way and fulfill our true calling and we make videos about it and so they have oh man just tons of videos about 
these sort of challenges that they make for each other. They've gone across different countries in Europe and stuff to do sort of not social experiments because that has kind of given itself a bad stigma on yeah. YouTube, but like genuine social experiments, if mm -hmm. you will, because they, yeah, they sort of say like abandoned in Paris with no money for 24 hours. So they rely on the kindness of strangers to help them out. Like if they need food or something like it kind of seems like begging, but it really kind of shows who people really are mm -hmm. and the real values. Yeah. Well, and there was another one I saw, I didn't click on it, but it was like surviving solely off of Tinder. So not, not even in a sexual way, but just like, you know, connecting with other people online to like yeah. live and Tinder's like, definitely built up sort of a, yeah, a sexual connotation. Yeah. For itself. And I mean, you can use it for that, but <laughs> it, you can also use it for just hanging out with groups of people. Cause mm -hmm. well, yeah. Have you heard of Tinder social? It's like a, I have, yeah, it's like a yeah. friend thing. You can like group up with people and it's yeah. like, all right, if you want to hang out with us, swipe I mean, right. Right. Yeah. I, it's, it's cool, but I don't think it's working very well. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It seems really cool. I think it's awesome that they're challenging themselves and putting themselves out there because that's what I think is really important to everyone's life. You know, it's, you should challenge yourself. You should see what is capable of yourself because if you don't, then you're not really living a fulfilling life. If you're just kind of, you know, going at 50% or 60% mm -hmm. every day for the whole life, you know, why not go hundred percent? Right. Like, and last week you talked about with Michael, he's, he said, I heard this quote, like just try new things. Yeah. And that's one thing I wanted to talk about in my own experience that I, we've, briefly talked about before in another one early on what i went to uh, los angeles with a group of musicians to play a couple shows down there and i'd never done anything like that before it, like we were at rehearsal one day and it's like so eli what you doing this these dates in october i'm like i don't know uh why and he goes do you want to you want to do some club shows with us in los angeles and i'm like uh i didn't really know what to say because that's mm -hmm. nerve-wracking I, I was like what no way like at first i was like uh, all right, what excuse can I have to get out of this? Because I, I was scared, honestly. And it's, yeah, but well, it's a real thing. Like, fear is... Yeah, because yeah. you're in the car with these guys for two days straight driving there. Because, I, th well, I mean, I think the car ride on the way there was 30 hours, and we pretty much went to western Colorado in, on the first one. And mm -hmm. I think on the way back, we didn't... Yeah, on the way back, I don't think we stopped. Wow. So, yeah, we were in the car for an exceptional... But you learned a lot of, about each other, huh? Uh, well, not in the way I you're <laughs> insinuating, but um, yeah, you definitely get to do a lot of cool new stuff. I got to hang out with a bunch of new friends in Los Angeles, <clears throat> go walk around, see the the touristy stuff. So, and, what uh, question for you? What made you say yes? You said you were very hesitant. You're trying to come up with an excuse. What was the moment that you're like, you know what? Why not? Because I knew that these people were genuine people. They were nice and. I didn't, I knew that that and like, they're not going to fuck you over. Yeah. Anything. They're not, they're not mm -hmm. like that. And you know, I can't imagine that most people would do that. And I think I just had to kind of get that in that, uh, sort of mindset state of mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just be like, you know what? People aren't really like that. They're not gonna mm -hmm. screw me over or they're not gonna. And I got to go for free. That's, I was like, you know what, when is the next opportunity for something like this going to come along? Mm -hmm. And it, it, I mean, on that level, it hasn't since, I mean, it's been about a year. And that's still like one of the coolest things I've got to experience so far. Yeah, so far. Definitely. You know, going back 
the when you first told me about the Yes Theory YouTube channel, it made me instantly think of Yes Man. I don't know if you've seen that movie. With I've Jim... seen I've seen clips with uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really funny, but it's just it relates so much because you know it's like about just it's not about saying yes to everything, but it's just about like saying yes to things that scare you and are outside of your comfort zone, like you know going to Los Angeles or mm-hmm. that kind of thing, or um living off of zero dollars in a foreign country yeah like that that's on a whole new level i went a few states <laughs> over with the people that i have known for a little bit but these dudes granted they're a group of friends that have known each other for a couple of years but but they were completely strangers yeah, when they met up which is insane which is, yeah that's true um well i mean so is everyone okay they, fair oh, point. Wait, what's what's the thing that they say it's um <laughs> the thing that um, they say that uh, there's a there's a thing that they say you know that thing um they say <laughs> uh that oh yeah that a stranger thing. is just a friend that you haven't met yet mm. i think that's the quote that they say in their thing so that they'll throw like a backyard party or something like that and invite strangers to the, his birthday party or type of thing and are those friends become going to become strangers again after they leave well that's the thing they've actually had repeat people just show up and like they've come into their lives again and they've you know they've they don't like completely cut off all contact you know they're i'm sure they're open to you know they're not just doing it for the content they're, they're I, think they're, I think they're genuine genuinely nice people and which is cool like they've made connections <clears throat> with uh like an artist and he helped them actually like he met these people at this thing where they're like all right guys do you want to go skinny dipping with us and there's just like a random thing and then later on the the same dude turned out to be like a profound like child artist or something like that and he helped them redo their backyard what yeah he like designed like a sort of artsy thing for their backyard with like paint and like these oh you're talking about like a real like painting artist yeah i didn't didn't know if you're talking about like a musical artist no no yeah um but that term is so it's used so broadly nowadays i'm just true what kind of artist is he talking about but that's the type of thing like people you may not be best friends with them and hang out with them every day but they're Mm -hmm. still you know friends quote um yeah you just like you just thought that people could see you using asterisks well you know i gotta i'm gonna do it for you fair enough people aren't the only audience true although am i an audience if i'm in the conversation whatever man is that just go with it (laughs) what is an audience does the audience include the two people talking i don't know let's yeah what happened to uh hit me up oh i looked it up and it says uh a way of getting connections to demand something to call the quotes are on urban dictionaries you got a bag you can hit me, hit me up with <laughs> hit me up with that shit hit me up <laughs> later tonight I spelled tonight wrong uh to give someone a phone call instant message email just you know hit them up you know what it means all right well you're looking that up i want to uh talk about my routines and habits and things because i think that correlates quite a bit to this you know yes mentality because if you want to switch up your routine, you want to do something different, you want to change out your habits, I think it's a very good thing to do, but I think it's very hard. It's something I'm learning. You know, we get into these very easily, like, slip into these habits and routines, and that just becomes our life. Mm. And then we really, after, like, you know, a couple of years go by, we're like, holy shit, I've just done this for two years straight. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to get out of it and try and change it and do That's something. That's like new. the whole high school thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. man, I just did that for four years. Oh, God. Where's my life gone? <clears throat> well, you got to do it for another four with a bigger school. Well, I did it for two. And look where I am. 
sitting <laughs> at the kitchen table with a mic to your face. Yeah, dude, doing cool stuff. But yeah, so I think it's really, it's a cool thing to do. And it takes a lot of effort is what I mentioned in my blog. Like you got to be, you have to be very disciplined. That's one thing I didn't touch on. Like to want to change and have a new routine, you have to have a lot of discipline to yourself and be like, I started waking up at six in the morning every day and now I'm going to the gym constantly just because I wanted, you know, I wanted to change my routine and I wanted to be more productive. So now when I get up in the morning and my alarm goes off, it's, I don't want to get up at 6 a.m. And mm. I go to I don't go to sleep till like 11 or 12 at midnight because I don't get home until, you know, 10, 30, 11. Yeah, it's adapting to what you want to do mm-hmm. next. So, you you know, you've said you've wanted to start working out and stuff like that in the morning. So you have to make time for that. And making time for that adjusts your whole schedule. Mm-hmm. So waking up earlier means you probably go to bed a little bit earlier. So mm-hmm. you're not up as late. And, you know, what would you do normally if you're up late? You Maybe you're like do it like doing writing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. i guess i don't really know do you have yeah I specific do. writing time set aside i mean i usually when i get home from work i'll usually make some food because i just get home from biking and i'm mm-hmm. like my body needs the energy just starving yeah yeah so i'll eat a little bit and then depending on uh, sometimes i'll just go to sleep right away if i'm really tired or i'll write a little bit sometimes i've stayed up a little bit later and have a couple beers or like work outside in the garage on my bike and fix some things or mm-hmm. whatnot but i mean it varies. And, and especially when school starts up in the fall, I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to be up late at all. I'm just going to go to sleep right yeah. away when I get home. Cause you really like, have to be strict with your, yeah. because if you, if you lose sleep, then you lose a little bit of that yeah. you know, edge. You're not going to be as excitable. You're not, you're, you know, you're going to be yeah. this guy who's tired all the time. You're not going to mm-hmm. feel great. I know that like losing sleep is definitely something you don't want to have happen in your living habits, living habits. I mean, yeah, it can affect your diet as well, I guess. But yeah, living habits. Sure. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah. That's one thing I've noticed talking about diet. So I've been eating like way healthier recently. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed such an insane amount of like increase in my energy. Like I just have more energy to do shit all the time, which is insane. Like, That's great. Yeah. I love it. It's cool. <laughs> what would you recommend for? So like what kind of diet is it? Uh, I don't know. Do you just kind of? Well, so, just generally healthier foods, just like. Well, I'll give you. Here's a here's like a typical weekday for me for my meals. Okay. At breakfast, I get up. I'll have. It depends on the day, but sometimes I've recently I've been having bagels, so I'll have a bagel with an egg, a sausage, and some cheese, and then other times I'll make like scrambled eggs and then some toast or something. But those are the two breakfast meals usually. That and then good. yeah, it's really good. And then I'll go work out for an hour or an hour and a half and then I'll come home and then I'll have a protein shake or a smoothie and then I'll kind of get some work done or do something in the morning, you know, do little things around the house or mm-hmm. whatever. And then for lunch, I'll make a salad and sometimes I'll have a sandwich or I'll make um, some pasta sometimes. It all depends, but usually it's pasta or a sandwich and a salad, but the salad is always there. And then for dinner, when I'm at work, I'll have usually I'll bring a bunch of snacks. So I have like granola bars, almonds, uh, some beef jerky for some protein. And then I'll have a PB&J and some yogurt, some Greek yogurt. And that's my meals every day, basically, during the week. Cool. Pretty consistent? Yeah. Okay. I, I suppose when you're shopping, you're like, okay, you're very... Mm-hmm. And like, you know, the first, at least when you start living on your own, you go, what am I really going to eat? What is... Exactly. Instead of what's going to like, you know, sit in the fridge, mm-hmm. like, you know, not get touched very often. That yeah. Kind of thing. So you kind of really regulate your 
sort of meals you know you get mm-hmm. this many because you know you're gonna have at like one a day type thing yeah totally yeah. that's what like i'll buy like so many yogurts when i yeah. go because i'm like okay i'm gonna eat one yogurt like this day so i need some for the whole week or mm-hmm. whatever and do you ever eat like just be like oh i want a second one but then that means i won't have one for tomorrow type <laughs> yeah <thing>. yeah <laughs> definitely yeah and also like i'll buy so i've been eating a bunch more apples recently and i'll have i'll bring those to work too is it true that they keep the doctor away uh i don't know so far so good i mean i went to the dentist but is that a doctor well you might offend the dentists <laughs> who went to school for eight years i suppose it starts with a d so that's, i don't think that's how it works Ian. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know it's crazy i've like so but i've cut out like the food groups i've stopped eating out as much i don't like go out to eat i don't eat fast food as much like Mm -hmm. if all anymore i'm sure you save a lot of money on that too yeah totally and i don't drive as much either so i save tons of money on gas yeah so last week you know was telling me that he's tried to sort of bike more places around he said like you know if it's in with it like within like 10 miles it's yeah it's bikeable for him so mm-hmm. why not it's saving on gas it's totally you know helping the environment go mm-hmm. green um and it's just more fun it's a different perspective like yeah instead of you know you go you sit and then you drive yeah. and then you sit and then you drive and then you get out and then you're at the place mm-hmm. like when you're biking it's like you're actually in enjoying the journey yeah you're in the environment mm-hmm. you're just on earth you know yeah. living which is cool. That seems such like a hippie thing to say. Damn it's straight. Like, you're just on earth, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you're just living. But yeah, that totally makes sense. You know, sometimes the hippies are right. <laughs> I think it will, because when you're on a bike riding to a destination, you're definitely living in that present moment. Mm-hmm. If you're in a car driving to a location, you know, I bet you probably four out of 10 times you could be just zoned out and you're just on autopilot kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, because I, I definitely, when you start driving more and more, yeah you're just like as long as i don't crash i'm good (laughs) and you know there's like there's like sort of the subconscious things you pay attention to like Mm -hmm. i remember learning about drivers at a long time ago your eyes are like darting all these different places because you're looking out for like potential hazards and stuff like that like yeah out of the corner like you use your peripheral vision so much Mm -hmm. just you're looking at everything you're looking at so many different things you're not focusing on I, I mean, there's a level of safety that you have to be aware of on right. the bike as well. Do, but do you look at your mirrors a lot when you drive? Uh, my rear view mirror, yeah. Okay. Why? Is that something? No, that I was just curious. You think people lack in or? I, I do sometimes. Oh. Like, I mean, not because I don't look at my mirrors. I always look over my shoulder. I'm that mm-hmm. kind of person. But Which helps too because yeah. there's blind spots and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. just as long as, you know, you do it in a safe manner. Like, you know, you're not tailgating someone. You turn around and all of a sudden you're. Yeah, like about you know, to kill someone yeah. or run into someone yeah <clears throat> yeah i don't know i'm stoked my so i'm changing my lifestyle and my routines and it's been going really well so far mm-hmm. i'm only about like maybe two weeks into the process or two and a half weeks into it but so far i'm digging it uh, my body is definitely taking a toll on it though like i'm so much more sore than i was and yeah my legs are always sore yeah <laughs> like, I can, well at least with the biking you have a little tolerance built up and all that stuff so yeah true And it's kind of nice because I'll take like after I'm working out at the gym all day or not all day, but you know, like after I go three times a week or four times a week and then I'm biking during the day, it's like my muscle, I'm working different muscle groups and my body's not like, I guess it is getting more exhausted, but at the same time it lets my other muscles rest because I'm using different muscle groups. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, man. I don't know. Life is good. I'm excited. That's great. Um, Yeah. What would you say, because we talk about having routines and stuff, what is like 
how do you know if you're getting stagnant like what's the well i think it uh here's a better i think you'll know you like you personally will know when you need to change Mm -hmm. because there's like i know for a long time like i was saying earlier i was in a very mundane just kind of daily routine that was just like boring and very you know straightforward and then i was like i'm i'm not getting the same amount of energy same amount of fulfillment out of life as i used to be Mm -hmm. something needs to change you know there needs to be some sort of change okay and then now here i am and i'm fucking loving it that's great yeah Yeah. so i think it's up to the person and you know it's case by case but i think you'll know and you'll definitely like there's not like oh it's oh, you've been doing this for three months. You need to do something different right away. I think mm-hmm. you just, you know, you'll yeah. get the feeling and you'll understand. Internalize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've, I've been thinking about, I've been doing very similar days mm-hmm. the past few months, at least since, well, school ended. I've been working these In internships the intern. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not that they're all boring. <clears throat> there, there's definitely a couple, like, you know, boring days out there that definitely. are just very just. That just happens. Yeah. Um, but it's not like it's, a terrible thing because i'm learning i'm still learning a ton uh, i get to meet awesome people right are you doing some with, awesome people <laughs> are they new people all the time or not all the time sometimes they're repeat people but okay. the personalities i get to you know vibe off of yeah like know who they are a little bit more each time mm-hmm. just you know it's kind of like making a friend strangers and friends yeah even though they're technically clients and stuff for these studios you're that still I work building at. a relationship with them right and that's beneficial for you know anyone who who's like a potential you know mm-hmm. i could be working with these people in the future i'd who knows right fingers crossed <laughs> why does everyone say cross their fingers what is it like what benefit is this to the urban dictionary everything in this episode <laughs> a question everything Okay, let's it's serious. Like, what is? How did that start? Oh, cross your fingers. That's gonna make like make a wish. Cross your fingers. What? Why? <laughs> okay, let's see what Urban Dictionary says. Oh, couldn't find crossing fingers. <laughs> Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. We, you just made that up. Crossing your fingers. Well, if you think about it, a lot of this world is just made up. Like we created a lot of this. A lot of these things. A lot of these like. This desk we're on, these computers we have, this is all just someone's idea. Yeah. That's wild. It says, Charles Panati believes that the act of crossing one's fingers as a sign of luck or making a wish traces back to pre-Christian times, speculating that, oh, the, so cross, religious. that hmm. the cross was a symbol of unity and benign spirits dwelt at the intersection point. I learned something today. There you go. <laughs> so crossing your fingers is based <laughs> off of Christian religion. I guess so. I mean, I think a lot of sort of you know, super superstitious mm-hmm. sort of like um you don't want bad things to happen or very Wishful religious based you know there's stories and religious texts that say if you do this and you know i think that they're saying just don't take the chance of letting bad things happen to you or bad things happen to those around you so d- maybe doing these things can't hurt so why not do them basically True. i think is sort of the reasoning be- why people why sometimes people do that like knocking on wood and stuff it's oh it's i knock a, on wood every day yeah it's very it's a very strange thing to someone <clears throat> that, who may have never heard of it very but true. it's like that is the one thing i will always do always yeah. knock on wood and you know where did you come like where'd you hear that where did you first hear that do you think uh someone did it around me and then like or like i don't know what what it was but 
someone did it and then like it worked or like you know whatever we we're talking about like we prevented that from happening or it did happen you know or whatever mm-hmm. and then or, just... or would it have happened regardless see that's the thing i don't know and that's why people don't take the chance of not doing it because they don't know they don't think that well, it's also a conversation starter sometimes when someone says something and then I always knock on wood. They're yeah. like, oh, you're one of those. Oh, you're one of those guys. Damn straight. Yeah. Well, there's, like you were saying before, there's no harm in not knocking on the wood, so why not? Yeah. It's, uh, so I looked up knocking on wood. It says the first possible origin of knocking on wood is that it's much more <laughs> laid back version of the ruckus that pagan Europeans raised to chase away evil spirits from their <laughs> homes and trees to prevent them from hearing about and ruining a person's good luck. What? So you're... You're banishing demons from your good luck, Ian, every Perfect. time you knock on wood. so Lovely. Nice job. That's. Uh, I hope you can hear that. That's from mentalfloss.com, so you know, you there's our sources. Sure you <laughs> floss those mental capacities and airwaves or channels. Oh, whatever. my God. This is such an awkward podcast. <laughs> Not even, dude. I think it's going to be really good. I hope they like it because it's all over the place. There's, mm-hmm. you know, it's jokes. It's whatever. Yeah. Do you have any routines that, well, I guess you talked a little bit about that, but is there anything that you've been changing in your life recently or that you want to change? Um, I've definitely been trying to hit people up to do collaborations on music projects recently. Um, oh, yeah. You told me you just finished a song last night. with Yeah. Uh, a buddy of mine, David, who I went to school with for audio production, he came over, spent most of the day, and we worked we on finishing up a track that we've been working on for the past couple times that he's been over. Um, mm-hmm. And we just finished it and his it's on soundcloud so i'm just gonna shamelessly plug his shound, soundcloud um soundcloud soundcloud it's uh <laughs> <laughs> his name is phntm and the song is called red and that's just something so i like taylor swift does she have a song called red yeah it's an album brah oh i guess i'm not hip with that um well, this is like six years ago or four oh. years ago it was a while ago one of you ever known to me listening to Taylor Swift? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, it's, you know, I, I sort of helped with the composition of the music a little bit. He did all the lyrics, but I I recorded the song. I did a fair amount of the mixing. I edited it all together, and I think it came out pretty cool for one of my first songs that I've done solo. So Yeah, that's awesome. I'm pretty pumped about that. I was going to say, you probably should be. Yeah. You you created the entire thing. Well, obviously, like, you... You created the logistics of everything, and you know you mm-hmm. put every you put it all together. Yeah, which is and insane. That's something I really like to do with a couple people. You know, it's it's not as it's not always as fun mm-hmm. when you don't get to sort of vibe off of someone and create mm-hmm. something totally unique and interesting. Which you know, there's there it comes to a point where if you have too many people working on it, then there's too many voices going oh. like this, 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 and that can throw it off, and like people aren't as happy with the finished project Mm -hmm. which i found um so simplicity is best yeah definitely too many cooks in the kitchen type of thing and they're gonna fuck up the recipe yeah (laughs) (laughs) so to speak but yeah uh i'm so i'm excited about that and i'm really glad it turned out the way it did um if you guys listen to it i which i hope you do feel free to give me feedback you know if you if there's any way that you can come into contact with me, <laughs> feedback would, is always appreciated as long as it's constructive and not just hate. Just like, oh, well, it's shitty. Okay, well, here's the. <laughs> no, there's a question for you. Is that still constructive feedback? If I would prefer it to be in a cons- like, you know, 
again, like I was saying, like if you'd say like, oh, this is just awful. I mean, why is it awful? You know, mm-hmm. it, does the is the mix not so good? Is like is something up with the vocal mix? Is something up with the instrumental? Well, what maybe they just like don't like it? you, so they just want to hate it. That is very common as well. There's <laughs> definitely personalities that people don't like. I don't. <clears throat> but that should also just fuel the fire, you know. Like sure. when people tell me that I can't do something, it just makes me want to do it that much more. They sure. tell me I'm not going to succeed. It's like, I'll prove you wrong. Yeah. Just wait. I'm going to show you how great this is going to be. Exactly. So it's sort of a way to spite them, but also be not, well, spite is kind of an, a hate word on its own. Just like you do something mm-hmm. on purpose. To you just want to prove them wrong. Proving them wrong. Yeah. But if you do it to better yourself rather than mm-hmm. specifically to prove them wrong, you want to make something great. You don't want to, Mm-hmm. just prove someone wrong because they hate you right yeah which is also interesting too though it's like we spend so much with you know these negative like points of feedback we spend so much time focusing on it. it's like oh they hate my stuff well let's mm-hmm. go make something better so maybe they won't hate it but who cares yeah. about those people why not care about the people who like it right have you have you received any sort of unfavorable feedback yeah. on some of your stuff totally do you, do you do you think you notice that more than the the positive stuff do you think that kind of lingers in your mind more um I, well i think earlier on when i first started it resonated a lot more but now you know not as not that many people talk about me or what i do like mm-hmm. i don't get much interaction with my content which is a bummer but yeah hopefully there will be more please give One me day. yeah comment something anything like, i don't care what it is just yeah there's say so many something. there's so many people that are just kind of anonymous it's, yeah which is fair, but it's also nice to be acknowledged Definitely. in a way by the people that listen to your content, mm-hmm. which is. Well, and it's like, I don't know what they like. I don't know if yeah. you're going to like this bullshit podcast yeah. or if you like the interviews. You right. know what I mean? I think the interviews are a lot better in my opinion <laughs> because it's interesting. You're learning, you're learning something about someone new and yeah. Uh, but no, I totally think the negative is it's much easier to get stuck on those comments and on those pieces of feedback because they you know they do have more of an impact on you because you think about it and you're like oh well this person hates it Mm -hmm. i don't want them to hate it i want people to like it yeah but at the same you can't win everyone over yeah which is sort of a a hard truth that you sometimes have to come with not everyone's gonna love you and Mm -hmm. that seems kind of an egotistical way to put it but but it's true and the the way i look at it when when i think of that kind of thing it's like okay well not gonna please everyone i might as well just please myself what Mm -hmm. do i want to do what makes you the happiest exactly drives you the most and Um, then eventually after i keep doing that for so long then other people will just like you know the same things that i like you know there is going to be those people so people come into sort of drawn towards your personality Mm -hmm. i know that i sort of the the happier someone is or like the more Mm -hmm. uh energy that they have you can sort of sense that Mm -hmm. i think the more people you're bound to draw in right and there's going to be like you know people with a similar personality Mm -hmm. but yeah it's definitely a process it definitely takes a lot of effort to not let those things get to you but yeah (laughs) what what could we talk about we could talk about oh god this is like the first podcast i'm getting flashbacks (laughs) okay the first podcast was way worse though let's just get that across is it it was so shitty like <laughs> you got to see the improvements you know from episode one to what are we on 11 now and mm-hmm. it's definitely been a significant amount of improvement so from 10 to 20 is going to be even more so and it's just i think just as long as i'm not on it as much i just feel so like out of the loop because you've done been doing like a whole streak of these interviews and i just feel like maybe I, this this episode is probably not honestly i feel like it's probably not going to do as well because you know you've been on a streak of these 
mm-hmm. interesting interviews and stuff. You've been learning about people and how they deal with aspects of their life <clears> and <throat> what they can do to make happiness and what they have done. Um, and but, now we're just kind of rambling about nothing. And I just feel like, cause we talked about me and I just feel like I'm not as interesting or the audience already kind of knows. And, but I think it's good to, you know, take a step back and just relate back to, yeah, like those, those interviews and those guests are really cool. And it is a, mm-hmm. but I think over time, you know, it gets boring cause it's a lot of the same questions, the same kind of answers. I mean, they're all personable in their own way and their yeah. own personality, but Ooh, what we could talk about it with the audience we can sort we of can't talk with the audience well, not, they can't talk back i mean to us. Be, they could be a part of it so like <laughs> you know this would be a comment thing so you guys can offer comments and stuff while we talk about this so ian i have a challenge for you for the next string of interviews to come at it from a different angle what's so the like angle? what's the pitch well that's the thing is you know you've been asking these sort of straightforward questions about like happiness in general but mm-hmm. how do you find it where does it come from like where do you and I think the more interesting questions where you talk about life in general is more interesting. Okay. You get sort of a, a quick summarization in an hour about their these interesting guests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would just challenge you to come from a different angle, try new stuff so it doesn't stagnate. You know, mm-hmm. you want your audience to keep. Yeah. Keep. Uh, well, I know actually I heard a lot of really positive feedback about the last one that I did with Michael. And oh, yeah? Yeah, a lot of people really want us to do a second podcast, so maybe we'll do that sometime in the future. Ooh. So that'll be cool. But, uh, yeah, I definitely – I think that's a good idea. I just don't know, you know, what angle to hit. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going to be the best approach because I'm still trying to figure out what exactly this podcast is going to be, you know, yeah. what is the core structure. Like, mm-hmm. I think the guess is cool, but I don't – and I think, like, I do want it to relate to happiness and to life as, as a whole because mm-hmm. – that's what we're all living. That's what your that's mm-hmm. what your whole blog is about. That's what your yeah. your uh, website is about, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's you do want to stay to stay. Oh my, stay um, true. Stay true to your roots, essentially. Yes. Um, you know, you want to. That's my why roots people run deep <laughs> with happiness. People are drawn towards you, and they want to see content because that's what it's about. They didn't come to see something that you never talked about before, mm-hmm. so that makes sense. But I don't want to keep repeating myself constantly, which is one thing I do feel like I do sometimes. Yeah. Def- well, that can come with it since, you know, we're still starting out. Mm-hmm. You know, you learn as you go on. You said <clears throat> we've advanced far from episode one to 11. And well, yeah, it's 10 episodes. Well, bro. I think that's true. I don't know that I have in my well, podcasting. I definitely think so. But and also you're more behind the scenes, like you do all the editing, all the recording, which is sick, and I appreciate that very much. But yeah, dude, it's it's insane. Like I can tell, it's you're probably way quicker at it, and you already like you you know you set everything up. And I've definitely developed and, like, a system. Um, mm-hmm. I basically just listen to it over again and edit on the fly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if there's any of those awesome jokes that you sometimes tell i'll put in a little sound effect some i don't know i put in a price is right thing at one point yeah that was funny (laughs) um just don't copyright it yeah it's not big enough no one cares about us (laughs) yeah (laughs) like you don't see youtube taking down the the tiny channels with the yeah yeah we're just pawns it's a big oh here's a good uh i was talking to eli about this just before we started recording so there's a fish actually there's three fish in this oh. bowl <laughs> there's an older fish and there's two younger fish the older fish swims by the two young fish and asks hey how's the water today boys and then the two fish keep swimming they just nod off and then the younger fish looks over and asks the other younger fish what's water <laughs> he says what the hell's water 
if you think about it in a philosophical way, mm-hmm. you you understand that the older fish learned what water is. Mm-hmm. And at one point, what point do you think in his life that he was like, that's what is around me? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Well, and here's the other question. How do you differentiate between a good water and bad water? I mean, it's just fucking water. What? <laughs> he asked, how is the water? I mean, oh, uh, it's like, how's the weather? Because it's their surroundings. It's their, it's how they stay alive. It's, you know, like you go outside and it's sunny out. You say, how's the weather? The weather's looking good because it's nice out and I'm outside and but then the, enjoying w- it. Yesterday it was pretty rainy and gloomy, but I loved it because I was biking everywhere. Well, so the rain felt good and it was Maybe nice. it was a matter of per- like an opinion, like how's the weather for you? Mm-hmm. That's maybe that was the question. We're getting very philosophical on this interesting True. fish question. Yeah, going back to what you were saying, I think it's, you know, the older you get or the longer time you have on this earth, I think you do have a more of, a sta- more of an understanding of what this whole life is about and what all these, our awareness of everything is going on. So mm-hmm. I think that's really valuable. But I do think that some people get old or get go through life and they still have no idea what water is they don't understand the grand scheme of everything which is interesting sure they're very kind of tunnel visioned into Mm -hmm. their own life and they don't take a step back and look into their surroundings if you will Mm -hmm. that's that's definitely an interesting thing is that was that meant to be a like sort of a philosophical type thing was that yeah because that video that you showed me yeah was that sort of was based on well no there was a it's like a nine minute video and that's just like the first Minute. oh okay but it was talking about you know we uh every day we wake up and we have a choice you know you have a mm-hmm. choice to we have to we're gonna choose to let the day like have a shitty day or we can choose to have a good day you know like uh, i don't know if this if you've gone grocery shopping before like oh yeah so you go out and like you're sitting in the long grocery line or whatever and you're just like pissed off because the line's <laughs> taking forever and you just want to go home and eat or whatever like the case may be honestly I don't think of it like that. I take, I'm, I feel like I'm a very in the now type person. Like I'm enjoying what I, what I do, or I don't enjoy what I'm, I'm doing at that present time. Do you enjoy standing in line at the grocery store for 20 minutes? Um, you know, you make something out of it. You, you, you sort of get into a mindset of saying like, all right, this is reality for me right now. What can I do to make it not gross? And like, ugh, no one wants to be here for mm-hmm. half an hour. Well, someone's checking out a hundred items in their cart and stuff like that (laughs) yeah so you make something out of it i don't know maybe you talk to the people around you and say like oh this right Mm -hmm. i i don't know you because i went i had to go shopping for my boss last week and um pick up a few items so i went to the store and was like oh where is half of this shit (laughs) and you know i wasn't I was, you know, I was getting you a little like frust- frustrated. Ran around the store 30 yeah, times I was just trying like to find doing it. circles and stuff. And I, it was just in like the corner of one of the shelves and like, oh my God. I was like <laughs> looking around this You walked past you aisle. like four times. Yeah, exactly. That was exactly what happened. It's weird that you know that. Um, <laughs> I've done that before with yeah, other things. Yeah. And that's, I you think know, everyone you has probably. Yeah. And I felt a little self-conscious because I was like, what am I doing? Like, I can't find what I'm you, looking for. You look around like a lost child looking yeah, for was, his mom or like, something. Mom, help. Uh, but, you know, you you have fun while you do it, and then mm-hmm. it's not, it doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, like the free samples. Those are always nice. Well, they didn't have any free samples here. Ah. Uh, yeah. That's a bummer. But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely, it can be hard sometimes when, you know, you've had a, maybe a hard day at work or something, or you some stuff going on in your life and you just 
want to be home and you want to relax, but you have things that you need to get done. You know, mm-hmm. you have errands that you need to run. So it's very, it can be tough sometimes to appreciate that you're going to be fine. And it's just the moment that you're living in and you have to make the best of it. Yeah. And I think that's something that's often overlooked is, mm-hmm. you know, people's like, Oh, make the best of a bad situation, but you can really do things in subtle ways that'll actually make a situation that's mundane or just like not exciting better. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I can't because on the spot and I feel like I can't come up with the greatest reason, but it's definitely like if you just were kind of sit down and think of it or you put yourself in that kind of situation, it's, it's not actually as bad as you like people might think it is. No, definitely not. Um, when you mentioned spots, it reminds me of, uh, our high school, um, news that we used to when have. When did I say spots? Well, well, you said on the spot and it made me think of spots. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was really curious. I wanted to see if I could find any of those old videos because I remember I was oh, on. They have them? Do they? Yeah, they have archives. Okay, because um, I was, I was, I really wanted to upload a couple of those because I was like, insane amount of positivity. I was like, it looks yeah. like I was literally on crack. And it's just like, what's up, everyone? Like, just like, yeah, yeah I don't over know. The top. I don't know if it was healthy, but but I mean, it was always exciting and fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Like it you was know what I was. You know, the the classic anchors are just like this is what's happening right now. And Ian is there kind of threw a wrench in the whole thing and be like, this is what, this is my take on what we're doing. And it was cool to see a different personality. Mm-hmm. It was definitely different. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> It was definitely different. You're pretty damn different, Ian. Well, Hey, all the best ones are Dude. words of Dr. Seuss. You got to be odd to be number one. Two odds always make an even or something like that. <laughs> I guess it's true. Dude, this is, this is going to get edited out just that line right there and then this is what i'm talking about right now that's gone i can already tell you that for sure that things are being edited out in my mind as we speak you gotta leave some of it in though i'm the podcast god you're not a rap god rap god no i am absolutely not a rap god i, I feel so bad for the audience right now yeah me too i'm sorry guys this is a really bad it'll, it'll be so good <laughs> next week i'm i'm so, I'm so sorry. What are we at now for time? Should we just... We're at 48 minutes. We should it's call it. definitely going to be a 45-minute podcast. There's enough to be edited out. Yeah. <laughs> so how do we want to end this? All right. Uh, well, <laughs> thank you, guys. I appreciate you you know, suffering through this podcast with us. It was a pleasure. Hopefully, I didn't kill you too much. Go outside. Do what you love. Don't care what other people think of you. Just fucking live your dream. I mm-hmm. mean... Do what you want to do. I'm, why not? Have fun with what you're given and... Say yes. Yeah, that's something that we talked about at the beginning. So, you know, <laughs> seek discomfort, if you will. Like, you know, mm-hmm. try stuff that makes you scared. Yeah, I'm going skydiving in a month. What the fuck? Dude, spoilers. Do you want me to bleep that? <laughs> no, I okay. mean, I don't care. I can. Just <laughs> let me know. <laughs> no, it's no big deal. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so that's insane. I would never in the in my entire life would have thought I'd be going skydiving. Yeah. Like, I hate heights. I get scared on the third floor of Mall of America. <laughs> that's a mall. Yeah, and like I'm, at the rotunda thing. It's yeah. Like looking down, you're like... No, I can't even... I don't want to be close enough to the edge to look down. Yeah. I hate heights. There's something about a certain level of just uneasiness, like, mm-hmm. in your feet. It just feels like you got to stay grounded, and it's weird that you're up so high. Well, yeah, I just, I don't know. Why not? It's something, you know, just push yourself out of your comfort zone Mm because fuck it. Do something. Yeah. All right. See you later, guys. Bye, everyone. Thanks for watching, listening.
happy is alright.